0: you're listening to the growth over fear podcast where we help you overcome your fears lean into growth and learn tangible skills to live a more fulfilled healthy life i'm your host sarah martin personal trainer and online fitness coach if you're wanting to gain confidence in who you are let go of your fears and feel proud and energized to live a life you love then this show is for you now let's get started Hello everyone. I am back again. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode where we will be talking about how to break a bad habit. Habit formation takes time, consistency, and patience. But a lot of times we're stuck with these bad habits that keep that we keep doing in our daily life. So, that's what we're going to get into today, but before we dive in, I want to start with a quote that I start with each episode and this week it is you are either on a success curve or a failure curve. The problem is that most people don't really completely realize what one they're on until a lot of time has passed. That's because we all make a lot of small decisions every day that don't have immediately noticeable results or effects. So, Kind of going off of that and leading into this week's episode, it's important to remember that our daily decisions that you choose to do or not to do are what compound over time. You don't see changes happening right away. It usually takes time. Then all of a sudden things in your life either start improving or declining and it's easy to make the right choices each day, but it's also just as easy not to do them. So kind of going off of your habits, we have these daily habits, for example, eating a Big Mac and some fries isn't going to make you overweight instantly, but maybe doing that every day or on a regular basis will compound over time and you'll definitely see those effects show up. Same thing with like finances, right? We overspend one day and then a little tomorrow and over time that adds up. And all of a sudden it's a big problem, (laughs) but we want to focus on doing the things to make yourself and your life better as time goes on. And how we do that is like I've always said in my episodes, we want to start small and it's a good news that it's the same small daily decisions that can really make your success or failure over time. So one day at a time, one decision at a time. Believe in yourself and you got this. So just a little bit of encouragement for the week. But let's dive into the bad habits. How the heck do you break a bad habit? It can feel overwhelming and frustrating to kind of be stuck in this cycle of, okay, I'm doing good. I'm not, you know, going to McDonald's or I'm not getting fast food because that's what I want to stop doing. And then all of a sudden, Saturday rolls around. You don't have food at home you go get fast food sunday rolls around maybe do the same thing and then you try again monday it can apply to any right situation but that's just one example we get in this cycle and loop when we try to make good habits and then we're good for a little bit and then we slowly go down and go back into that spiral and what happens here is that we're actually craving the reward at the end of the behavior that you're doing. And this usually comes from consistency, right? Time, doing the same habit over and over, come from comfort, safety, you feel safe, it brings you happiness, joy. Usually it's positive feelings that you receive as the reward when you do this bad habit. And it can be difficult to break when we're In low points of our life or during times of stress, we're alone, right? No one's watching us or we're sad. We are kind of just have low willpower is when we go revert to those bad habits, which makes sense. And I just want to start off with recommending you all to pick up the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. I shared this book in episode nine when I talked about a simple thing to improve your overall health and that was drinking water. So I also mentioned this book in that episode because it is so so good, all about building habits and how to start small. So many tangible tools in this book that I always revert back to and use with my clients. I want to share with you today about how you break the bad habit. So, definitely pick up that book if you have not read it and are really struggling with habit formation. So like I was saying, we're going to dive into four laws to break a bad habit. The first one is going to be making it invisible. So removing the cues that are around your environment will help to m- so much to not revert to this bad habit. Cues could be like dr- junk food, right? Chips, processed things in your house. Those sweet treats that you have, cookies, cookies ice cream in the freezer, any of those cues where you see it and you go back into that bad habit. I truly believe that out of sight, out of mind is everything when it comes to building habits and breaking away from a habit that you want to break. For example, when it comes to nutrition, moving the foods that you don't want to consume, get them out of your house, just throw them away. (laughs) As simple as that. Or if it is, you know, having your phone by your bed and you're always grabbing your phone right away in the morning, going on social media, move it across the room to a different dresser or the other room even and get an actual alarm clock (laughs) rather than your phone. Something like that. Like basically removing any cue, making it as invisible, as difficult to complete this habit. Number two, the second law, is making it unattractive. So uh, like I was mentioning, a craving. We crave the reward, and that craving is a deep-down motive. It's a desire to play video games, or it's a desire to check Instagram that you have. It's a craving. But there's a deeper level of like why you're doing it. And that could be, for example, if you're checking Instagram, it is reducing anxiety, making you happy maybe, or it's winning social acceptance, the approval when you're actually posting, or if you go search Google, it's reducing uncertainty. If you are playing video games, is maybe to achieve a higher goal or status on the game, or Tinder. Maybe you're on these dating apps and you keep reverting back to them even though you know they're not working for you. The deeper motive is finding love. Browsing Facebook or any social media, like I was saying, there's a deeper motive and that is connecting and bonding with others. So as you can see, there's a deeper craving for the habits you're doing. It's almost like a method that you've learned to use and you start to associate a solution with the problem you need to solve. You're feeling anxious, so you go, you know, maybe you start smoking or you grab a drink or, you know, you kind of keep coming back to it. You see the cue and then you associate that cue with a past experience. And then you determine that appropriate response. Which all makes sense, but sometimes we don't think of this deeper level and kind of, have that self reflection of, okay, like, why do I keep doing this? Like, I know I want to limit my social media. What's actually, what's it going to take for me to do that? What's my, why am I doing it? Is it just because it's there? You know, kind of asking yourself those questions, at least for me, has helped tremendously to understand why am I reverting back to this? What is the deeper motive for me? Because that desire that we have is the difference between where you are now and where you want to be. So what you really are wanting is to just feel different. If you ever notice that, like the habits you're doing, you that reward is allowing you to feel different. You feel happier. You feel, yeah, comfort, sa- satisfied. Neurologists actually have discovered that when our emotions and feelings are impaired, we actually lose the ability to make decisions. We have no signal of what to pursue and what to avoid. It's the emotion that allows you to mark things as either they're good, they're bad, or you feel indifferent. So going off of that, we, when we're building these habits, we want to reprogram repro- our brain to enjoy the habit that you're trying to form. So I know we're talking about breaking bad habits, but also when we're forming habits that may seem hard, we want to reframe The habits to highlight the benefits rather than the drawbacks of doing it to make it more attractive just like we want to make bad habits unattractive we want to make the hard habits attractive so for example exercise right getting to the gym working out working out at home going for that walk many people associate that with being challenging and getting sweaty and drains their energy and maybe wears them down or it just feels challenging but you can just as, just as easily view it in a different light. Of it allows you to have more energy, develop a skill, learn more about your body, learn how to move really well, to do the things you love, and kind of build you up, build confidence and accomplishment. So instead of saying like, I need to go work out this morning, it's time for me to build endurance and get stronger that feels so much better than like, I need to do this. <laughs> I need to work out. I need to run. Look at the benefits of doing that behavior and you're going to feel so much better. Your mindset's going to shift. Or for example, meditation. I know anyone who's tried that or praying or anything that's like just self-reflection. Anyone that's tried it for more than a few seconds, say it's frustrating. And it can be when the next distraction immediately pops into their head. And instead of transforming that frustration into delight, when you realize that each interruption gives you a chance to practice returning back to your breath. Learning that skill of transformation of rather than distraction, you're able to catch yourself back to what you were thinking about or just being calm or even nutrition if you're never have meal prepped before and now you're like I need a meal prep so that I can have lunches ready for work and that seems very challenging i don't want to set aside 2 hours and every sunday to do this rather than be like okay realistically i get to cook healthy meals so that i have more time during my week and am fueled properly, have energy, and I'm not, you know, going to these fast food restaurants that I know don't serve me well and set me up for losing weight. These mindset shifts are so little, and they aren't magic, but they can really help change the feelings you have when you associate this with a particular habit or situation. And going off of that, one of my favorite tips for this is actually creating like a motivation ritual. So simply associating like habits with things you enjoy doing. Like the cue can be a little bit motivation. So this can look like if you're trying to journal in the morning, maybe you love having your coffee in the morning. So the cough you make your coffee, that's the cue to go sit down on the couch and journal. Or if, you know, you are putting off work projects, you put in some headphones, every time you put in that headphone, play some music, you get to work. Something that like brings you joy, right? Like coffee brings you joy, journaling, you know, you want to start doing, kind of associating some motivation behind it will have you feeling better about doing the habit and maintaining that. And that's one of my favorite ways, especially like days when I don't want to work out or get moving and I literally put music on, headphones, I feel so much better. Or like just start dancing around in the kitchen because I'm low energy. Whatever it is, like something to just get you feeling happy and feeling joyful helps so much to do the task that you probably, you know, you don't want to do at that time. And then the second tip I have around rebuilding this habit, the hard habits, is going to be a two-minute rule. And I've talked about this before. I actually called it a five-second rule. And there is also a two-minute rule, actually. And this is when you break down the habit to be very, very small. So just like you want to run for two miles, becomes tie your shoes or folding laundry becomes folding a pair of socks I love this rule and I use it five second rule, two minute rule same thing using it to just take action in a small, small way and I love using it because it's like okay, if I start doing that small thing you'll continue to reach that reward so if your goal is to read a book read one page then it's read one paragraph then it's read 10 pages and then it's you know reading a whole chapter then pretty soon you read the whole book I love using this because it seems so much more achievable rather than looking at this large big dream goal that we have of losing 50 pounds or whatever it may be we can break it down to small steps and small habits And then the last law for breaking a bad habit or breaking a habit is to make it unsatisfying. So, just try to limit the cues. Make it unenjoyable because when we want to form a habit, we want to make it satisfying. And how we do that is typically through rewards because we love instant gratification and... You know, delayed gratification is the wise approach, but of course, we're all programmed to want instant results and feel great right away. Instead, we can use reinforcement that ties your habits to immediate reward. So, if you're trying to limit alcohol for the month, maybe you give yourself a little reward of transferring money, $5, into like a separate account to save up for you know, new shoes or something, something that you are like putting into and like you see like, wow, I'm actually avoiding resisting this temptation. And one of my favorite ways to do this is actually using a habit tracker. And yes, it works for some people, some people it doesn't, but I believe it works tremendously to actually see the visual of how consistent you are with forming that habit and resisting the bad habit. Like using a check mark. Maybe it's the, on your phone. There's many apps out there as well that you can use. I actually use one with my clients. And it's a document they print out and have on hand. And it helps tremendously. Especially for those first few weeks or months. You're forming habits you haven't tried before. Or haven't been very consistent with. Because you have that visual on hand. Maybe giving yourself a massage. And... That, something that is able to reinforce the identity you want to have, that you'll maintain those habits. So, for example, sometimes people are like, I exercise, so I'm going to reward myself to ice cream. And that's conflicting identities that you're setting for yourself. And instead, have something that's rewarding the type of person you want to be. Again, the habit tracker is just so helpful because you're able to see you're making progress and build that confidence and have clear evidence that you are doing the things that you need to be doing. Another way you can actually do this too is a habit contract. And this is actually finding a coach or accountability partner, someone that keeps you on track and keeps you accountable to maintain these habits or keep them. And almost making, I don't want to say punishment, but for example, like in the book, they talked about um, tweeting like, I didn't wake up by this time, so whoever comments here, I'll I'll send you $5. Money is used a lot in these terms of punishment and reward, but honestly, you can use anything. You can do anything that fits your life and what will work best for you in terms of rewards and punishment. But I will say that when you are tracking and having visual forms of measurement, it helps so much rather than kind of, uh, did I do it two days ago or did I not? You have that visual and it helps you so much to keep yourself on track and motivated. So to kind of recap everything in terms of breaking a bad habit, it's four laws, make it invisible, make it unattractive, make it difficult and make it unsatisfying. So this week I encourage you To really think about it. Like what habits are not serving you well or you keep reverting back to and you know it's not helping you reach your goals. Think about what is the craving you are wanting? What is the deeper motive behind that habit for you? And try and reframe it into the habits you want to start doing. And those habits you want to start doing, why aren't you doing them? If they're hard... Reprogram your mind to make it more attractive. Highlight the benefits rather than the drawbacks of doing that new thing. As always, I'm here to support you and guide you on your health and fitness journey. So don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram at Sarah with an H-T-M wellness. And I would love to chat with you all. I'm sending you all the love and happiness. I hope you have an amazing week.